up, Asians for Life? Welcome to podcast number 201, where we're going to talk about some really cool things in regards to how you say what you say. Very, very important. I really don't think this topic gets touched on nearly enough. And it struck me the other day, and I, I can't even remember the story behind it. Probably doesn't matter because it's probably really boring. But um, in any ways, it, it kind of just reminded me of how important this is. So I, I want to dedicate a podcast just to this topic. So I really hope this helps you out. But really quick, um, just wanted to touch base on a couple of things. Number one, if you haven't yet and you're brand new, get a hold of that good to go date because add 45 days and that is your timeline for getting the trailblazer award it's the only award you can get um, or it's the only time you can get that award is in the very beginning of your journey so run hard run fast talk to me if you don't know what that is but trailblazer um, should be on every new agent's radar second thing very very important if you haven't yet go to opt Download all your leads because that's closing out any day now. Go to Lead Center and register. If you haven't, if you've registered and still can't get into Lead Center, email Kristen Brockman. Give her your national producer number, name, and email, and she will troubleshoot for you. Okay, we need everybody on Lead Center. This is where all of our leads are going. All the Ethos leads as of this morning are now going there. You can now purchase them instant. So we don't have to be on instant in uh, on standing lead order and just get what becomes available. You can now get on and purchase as many as you like, however much you like, when you like, and you can do campaigns for the other types of leads. So very cool stuff at the Lead Center. I really like all the different types of leads they have over there, and I can't wait to keep working those and seeing how those go. So Lead Center is our new place. Opt is out. Lead Center is in, and it's much, much better platform. It's cleaner. You're going to like it so much better. It's a huge upgrade. So if you haven't made those transitions yet, please do yourself a favor and do both of those things I just said. Okay, let's get into the topic. Enough of that stuff. Um, tonality. We want to talk about tonality. That's what the topic is for today, because what you say matters only so much. The words you actually use, yes, they matter but they only matter so much. How you say them is, is the, the difference. And I've heard people say, you know, in communication in general, not necessarily with life insurance, but, you know, what you say is maybe 20% and 80% is how you say it. You know, whatever or whatever or whatever, you know, you can say the same word in different ways and they carry such different meaning. You know, you can joke around and tell someone they're a loser, or you can say it very directly and angrily to their face. You're a loser, and, they, you know, you, one, they're going to laugh because, yeah, that's funny, or the other one, they're going to be like, um, excuse me, and they might punch you in the face. <laughs> so how you say something is so important because it communicates not only the words but your intent Okay, the intangible of your intent. All right, let's break this down and see if we can make this make sense. First of all, when you get leads, 10% of them are going to say yes. Now, this isn't an exact number, but it's pretty close. 10% of them are going to say yes. 10% of them are going to say no. Okay, not leads necessarily. I should say appointments. 10% will say yes. 10% will say no. Leaving 80% that will say maybe. 
Okay, that 80% is what we're after because that's a big swing. How you get good is how is what depends on what you do with that 80%. So tonality is going to be a big game changer for working that 80%, turning more of those maybes into yeses. Okay, so this really is kind of more the letter of the law versus the spirit of the law, right? Letter of the law would be, here's a script. Read the script. Letter of the law, exact. You know, you're following the script. You're saying it word for word. And you're like, why am I not getting results? I'm saying the exact script, the way that it's written. That's the letter of the law. Scripts work, but if you don't say them right with the right tonality, then they're probably not going to work very well at all, even if you're using the exact words. So we're here talking about more the spirit of the law than the letter of the law. Now, if I were to take you into the other room where I have a piano, I play the piano. I don't know if you knew this or not, but I'm a piano player. Not that great, but, you know, I can get around. And if I did a chord and I did three notes on the chord, as long as those notes are in harmony, everything is, sounds great. It's a beautiful chord, right? But if I were to take one of those notes and just move it one key up or down, maybe I hit the black key instead of the white key, play that same chord, and it's just sour, right? Have you heard somebody playing the piano and they miss a note and you're like, Ur! you know, and the hair on the back of your neck stands up, your eye twitches, <laughs> your tailbone bounces around, and you're like, oh, oh, okay. And yeah, so that's what it's like when you're trying to deliver a script, a rebuttal, a presentation, handling an objection, but you're not using the right tone. It just doesn't feel right to your prospect. They get the twinge. They get the hair on the neck standing up. Okay, They get that when your tone isn't right. So that's how important this is. So I'm going to say, you know, if that if that chord had three notes in it to make up that chord, well, there's three things that have to do with our tonality and our delivery that can either be in harmony or if one of them's out of harmony, it's going to just sound a little off. So here's the three. Number one is the speed. We always talk about this. When you talk slow down. Don't talk too fast. I have a problem with this. You all know I talk too fast. But when I dial, I slow it down. At least I try my best. And I think even then I probably still talk too fast. But talk slower and lower. Remind yourself, put a sign up on the wall if you need to. Don't go too fast. Okay. Pace is the next one. So you got speed, but then you've also got pace. Pace is... You know, like if you're a long distance runner, you have to pace yourself. And sometimes you're going to be, you know, pushing yourself to get ahead. Sometimes you're going to be pulling back to conserve energy. So you're going to break up the pacing, right? If I'm reading a novel or if I'm in a book or something and you're going to see different pacing, some parts of the story go slower where they're telling a little bit more of the story and some parts are going faster. So when you're going through a presentation, you want to break up the pacing and and by that, and especially in a presentation, when you're pausing, pauses are important. You don't want to talk too much without having a pause. A pause actually gives someone a breath to, to think. That's really what a pause is by definition. It's like a verbal breath, <laughs> deep breath, so they can think and process. They're listening to you, and it's new information. So if you're going and you don't pause, 
you're basically throwing up all over them or they're drinking from a water hose or from a fire hose, right? They, they can't even process what you're saying and a confused buyer never buys. So you'll be confusing them. So break up the pace. Sometimes you want to be talking. Sometimes you want to be asking. Sometimes you want to be pausing. Don't be afraid of dead air. Okay, when you're booking an appointment, there are times when you don't want a pause because you don't want them coming in saying something and derailing your, your script. But generally speaking, once you have established even some level of, of rapport, pauses are beautiful things because they don't feel like you're rushing them into something. They feel like you're moving them along at a pace that's comfortable for them. Okay, so we've got speed, we've got pace, and the last one, the last note on the three notes of the chord is a tone, the tone. Now, the tone is the delivery of your voice. It's the, it's the, um, the when you go up or down, right, the tonality. If you're talking fast, you're talking high, you're talking low and slower, you're giving animation to your voice. But here's something that a lot of people do, and this exudes lack of confidence, is when you use uptones at the end of your question, at the end of your sentences. Uptones say, I'm kind of not very confident. So you want to avoid these unless you truly are asking a question. An uptone is what we use when we ask a question because we don't know the answer, therefore we're asking. So when you use an uptone on a sentence, it sounds like you don't know the answer or you don't know your information so avoid those let me give you an example here's a script okay I'm gonna read this script it's a it's a basic script you can use it when you're calling this mortgage protection script um, and I'm gonna use I'm gonna read this through with a few different tonalities and I want you to see if you can notice the difference okay so here's the first one ring ring hey John this is Matthew with the senior protection center, whatever, you know. And then um, a little while ago, you sent in this card requesting information about the state-approved burial plans to take care of final expenses. I'm the agent who was put in charge of your case. I need to ask you some questions to confirm this information and just make sure we get it out to you. I have your address as 1234 Main Street, and I have your birth date as... Uh, uh, July 6th, is that, is that correct? So pretty straightforward, nice and slow. Um, I didn't give him a lot of chance to answer until I get to the very end when I want him to answer. So because we're brand, brand new, I am controlling when I want him to say an answer. But if I were to put tonality, um, if I were to put uptones in there at the end of my sentences, it would sound like this. Hi, John. This is Matthew with uh, Senior Protection Services. Yeah, a little while ago, you sent in the card requesting information about the state-approved burial plans to take care of final expenses. I'm the agent who was put in charge of your case. I need to ask you some questions to confirm this information and make sure we get it out to you. I have your address as 1234 Main Street, and I have your birth date as July 7th. Is that correct? You hear how I went up, up, up at the end of every phrase? It's like I kept asking him <laughs> over and over. <laughs> a little while ago, you sent in this card. It's kind of like, you know, when you make fun of like a valley girl. Sorry if I'm offending anybody, but 
you know, like that's kind of valley girl talk, like whatever. So it it conveys a little bit of that. Make sure you're not doing that. Make sure you're staying low and neutral. A little while ago, you sent in this card requesting information about the state-approved burial plans to take care of final expenses. Not state-approved burial plans to take care of final expenses. Okay, hear the difference? All right. So that's what I'm talking about when we say tonality. We need you to slow down. We need you to stay low and avoid those uptones at the end of the sentence. Okay, you want to come across as being somebody that's confident. And uptones are the opposite of that. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to end with this. I'm going to challenge you. If you haven't already, record yourself. Okay, record yourself. You'll be shocked. I actually use a CRM that records most of my conversations now. Most of my appointments, most of my dials, a lot of that's recorded just because the CRM records it on its own. And sometimes I'll go back before an appointment and I'll listen to the last part of our, of our conversation so I know where we left off. Kind of reminds me of some of the things that they said. And I'm listening to myself and I'm going... Oh, I sound like a drone or I sound like or I'm distracted. You know, it's interesting because we live in a world of distraction. We've got our devices around us and a lot of times we are training ourselves, not when we're on insurance time, but when we're off time, we're training ourselves to not listen because we have 12 things that are going on at the same time while we're talking to somebody checking your social media, texting somebody, whatever. And we learn to multitask and we unlearn the art of truly listening. Now, I'm going to tell you this. When you're on with a client, nothing else matters in that moment. You've got to let everything go and give them 100% of your focus. They will feel the difference when you do. Okay, And I can tell on some of my recordings when I play back and listen to myself, then I'm not 100% engaged. I can tell that I'm thinking of the next thing to say or that I'm working on something else while they're telling me a, you know, quote-unquote boring story. Well, it's boring to me, but it matters to them. That's why they're telling me. So you have to make it matter to you too. And so let distractions go. Give your clients 100% focus. Record yourself and listen and ask yourself this question. Would I buy from myself. This will be a wake-up call exercise. I'm telling you. Next appointment, next dial session, whatever. Get another device, whatever you got to do. Put it on record. Put everything on speakerphone. Run your appointment. Go back. Listen to how you handled everything. Listen to your tonality. Listen to your speed. Listen to your pace. And see if all those chords are working together in harmony. And ask yourself, would I buy if this was somebody else talking to me? Would I buy from this person? Third-party objective. It's your voice, I know. But go third-party and think to yourself, would I buy from this person? Do I trust this person? Because more likely than not, it's not so much the words you're using as it is the tone and how you're delivering that message. Are you truly caring? Are you truly present? Are you listening? Are you giving answers that work well with what they're saying? Or are you distracted giving robot type responses 
and um, and not truly engaged because the person won't feel important if you're doing that. So just quick gut check on your tonality, your delivery, how you're saying what you're saying. And if you haven't really paid attention to it, it's time to buckle down and really take a look at that. Probably even more than the script itself. Scripts are important. Delivery, though, I think is king.